0: You're listening to Unabridged, the Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. I'm Alana Terry, bringing you engrossing, engaging Christian fiction in bite-sized segments you can take with you on the go. This season's unabridged Christian fiction audiobook is Identity Theft, a suspense novel full of danger, intrigue, and mistaken identity set in the heart of rural Alaska. Identity Theft is written by me, Alana Terry narrated by Becky Downey, and sponsored by the award-winning Kennedy Stern Christian Suspense series, available in unabridged audiobook format exclusively from Audible. Visit alanaterry.com slash unabridged for details. And now, enjoy today's installment of Identity Theft, an Alaskan Refuge Christian Suspense audiobook.
1: Chapter 16 It's okay. You're going to be just fine. She heard the voice but couldn't see anything. She tried to open her eyes. Only blackness. She blinked again. Nothing. I'm here. A hand reaching out to her. She was pinned down, trapped. The voice was soothing. Can you move? I think I'm dead. She said the words but couldn't hear them. Disclaced calling the ambulance. They'll get you to Anchorage. You're going to make it. Just hang in there. She recognized that voice. Curtis. This time her mouth managed to form the words. It's me. He squeezed her hand. Save your energy. I'm right here. You're safe. I'm not leaving you. She blinked again. Bright light from above pierced through the veil of darkness. She saw shadows, but not distinct forms. Her head felt disconnected from the rest of her body. Where's the munchkin? Her mouth was so dry she couldn't form any more words. Shh. He patted her hand, brushed some of her hair out of her eyes. I dropped her off with another trooper's family. You remember Taylor, right? Don't talk. Just hang tight. I'm gonna take a nap now. She only had enough energy to form the thought before she blacked out. A horrific grating noise louder than any chainsaw, men yelling over the racket, a presence by her side, constant reassurance. She's going to be okay, isn't she? Pleading in his voice. She strained to hear the answer before everything fell once more to inky black silence. You're one lucky girl. Her eyes were so dry it took several attempts to blink them open, Drisclay sat next to her, sipping from a styrofoam coffee cup. She tried to speak, but her tongue was like dry cotton. She was on a bed, white linens, lights all around. Too bright. You're in Anchorage, Sacred Heart Hospital. Drisclay cleared his throat. She tried turning her head, couldn't understand why she felt so confined. They got you on some pretty strong pain meds, he explained. You'll be disoriented for a while, but at least you shouldn't hurt. She tried to wiggle her fingers, toes, anything. Don't worry. Doctors expect a full recovery. He stood. Your friend is a lot worse off. Frankly, I didn't expect either of you to survive that kind of crash. He cleared his throat. Well, it's time for me to sleep off this coffee. I'll check on you again in the morning. A nurse bustled in and played with the IV line hooked up to Lacey's arm. Heaviness surrounded her like a fog. She shut her eyes and drifted off once more. So she's... You say she's going to be okay, though, right? Lacey kept her eyes closed, let the words float around her like a summer breeze. Yeah, once she heals up from the surgery, she should be as good as new. How long will that take? Hard to say. As long as she comes off the anesthesia without any problems, she'll move out of intensive care tonight. And then where will she go? To the regular floor. Get her strength back. Are you her husband? No, just a friend. Well, when she wakes up, I'll tell her you stopped by. Dreams. So many dreams. Curtis smiling over her, about to nuzzle his nose against hers when his face morphs into Raphael's. Screaming, plummeting down in the darkness, branches scratching at her face, clawing at her skin, trying to catch her. Raphael's unconscious body beside her, staring blankly ahead. The nurse poked her head through Lacey's door. Someone's here to see you. Are you up for a visitor? Lacey winced as she raised the back of her bed to sit up a little. She wiped sweat off her brow. She had been having a bad dream, a nightmare of some sort. She couldn't remember the details. Yeah, I'm awake. Her voice sounded groggy. This was her third day post-surgery. Or was it her fourth? She had a hard time keeping track of time. She knew Curtis wasn't coming back until the weekend, though, and Drisclay had flown home to the East Coast. Was it Raphael, then? Nobody had told her anything about him where he was, how he was recovering, if he was recovering. Oh, my little baby, it's been so long since I've seen you. Lacey bit her lip as Sandy bustled into the room, rushed to her bedside, and clasped her hand. Oh, my little sweetheart, so much has happened to you. And right then and there, before Lacey could ask a single question, her foster mom started to pray, Oh, precious Heavenly Father, I love you so much. I love you for saving my sweet Lacey's life. I love you for protecting her from the men who were trying to hurt her. I love you so much, Lord, and I pray you would fill my sweet little girl with so much joy and peace and healing that she would be wrapped up in your arms from this moment on until she leaves this hospital even stronger than she was before. Sandy went on longer but Lacey was too disoriented to pay much attention. "'How did you know I was here?' she asked when Sandy was done. "'Your friend called, the nice policeman. "'Curtis, I think his name was. "'He called me and Carl, filled us in on what happened. "'I'm sorry I wasn't here sooner, sweetie. "'It took us a couple days to get everything figured out, you know. "'Get the tickets, make all the arrangements.' "'She shook her head and clucked her tongue.' Just look at you. I hope you'll forgive me. I wanted to be here sooner. Really, I did. Lacey was about to respond, but Sandy was still talking. It's just eating your father up inside that he couldn't come to, so he made me promise to give him updates night and day on how you're improving. You look so beautiful, sweetie. All grown up. You've let your hair grow out. It's so much nicer that way. Lacey wanted to laugh, which was just as painful for her incision sight as crying. "'I can't believe you're here,' was all she could say. "'And I'll be here as long as you need, sweetie. Well, at least a week. And after that, we'll just have to see how things are going. Because you know Carl, he's just a mess when there's nobody there to cook and clean and make sure he's getting on a matching tie before he preaches. But you know I'm going to be here for you, precious.' That's why I came as fast as I could. She took Lacey's hand and kissed it. I'm just so happy. It's such a relief to see you. It could have been a lot worse. Raphael, he's not doing well from what I can gather. I asked them, you know, while they were showing me to your room. But of course it's hard to get any real information. But that could have been you, darling. Your policeman friend said they caught the man, the one chasing you. He won't be troubling you any more. Now, I don't think Driscoll would agree to it, but you know you can always come home and live with us if you ever need. A spry smile stretched across her face. But from the sound of it, I wonder if that policeman friend of yours has other plans. Maybe. He's a trooper, Lacey corrected. Sandy took a deep breath. Well, now you just sit tight and get your rest. And I'm going to find me a bathroom, because I got off the plane and took a cab right here. I was so anxious to see you. But now that I know you're okay, I've really got some business to attend to. I won't be long, darling. Don't worry about a thing. She swept out of the room, but even after she left, a warm, loving presence remained wrapped around Lacey's body, filling her with a peace she hadn't experienced in four lonely years.
0: You've been listening to Identity Theft by Alana Terry. Today's episode of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast is sponsored by the Kennedy Stern Christian Suspense Series. Current Audible listeners can get the first three books for just one credit. New subscribers can dive into this best-selling series free with your Audible trial. Visit alanaterry.com unabridged to download the Kennedy Stern Christian Suspense Audiobooks today. Just be prepared to stay up late.